0: That's not my thing. Let me tell you what's my thing. I am not good with keys, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I, many of my past clients will tell you this like, I, and or they'll give you a ring of keys, right? Because one's to the shed, yeah, one's to the front door, one's to wherever, you know. And so you've got six keys, and you get the front door, and it's hot because it's Florida, and you're sweating, or it's raining, yeah, and you just want to get in the same house, and the buyers are behind you, and you're, oh, that, that's where I fumble. Is. Key locks. That's
1: a really they don't teach you anything about keys and locks. Or Supra and, uh, in, in real, real, estate real estate. school. What school, nope. do you think of the music?
0: <laughs> Love the music.
1: It's Perfect. Chill. There's a lot of podcasts, but the music's super annoying. Yeah. So speaking of podcasts, everybody, welcome to our first maiden voyage of the Florida Housing Hour podcast. I'm your host, Josh High. Joining me today is Realtor Extraordinaire Tara Burley whoop whoop. from Brandon. And we're gonna just jump into it. So, uh, how was your day today?
0: I had a great day. Yeah, you know,
1: we're kind of late in the day. It's almost uh, it's three thirty. Yeah. So we're a little later. Um, not quite late night, but you know, still in business hours. Yeah. So we're still working. Yep. So uh, what did you do? Where are you coming from? That's an interesting story.
0: Coming from our photo shoot for our real estate team. Um, it was located over in St. Pete, and we did it at this. Huge mansion, it was epic. It was three stories right on the water, like boat dock going out, gorgeous. Wow. Um, and we did some lifestyle photos, we did like three different, you know, changes of outfits, and we did headshots and team photos, and just got all of our marketing material um, ready to go.
1: So, your headshot's not 25 years old, no, no, okay. <laughs> No, not to say anybody's is 25 years old. I mean, there
0: might be some people out there.
1: It's kind of hard to stay motivated to get a new headshot, right? Because you like the one you have and it's like, well, you know, that looks looks good. I'll just use this one again.
0: Yeah, but you should update it.
1: You should. Yeah. Because a lot of times people can't recognize you anymore, right? It's a true (laughs) statement. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So tell me about a little bit about your background. Where where are you from? Are you?
0: I am born and raised right here in Brandon, Florida.
1: Hmm. Yep. Okay, so you've seen My some native. change. Do you feel old when you tell people what Brandon used to look like?
0: So I didn't used to, but recently I have. Like mm-hmm. I went to PetSmart the other day and the guy was like, you know, where are you from? I was like, I'm actually born right here. And he was like, oh, he's like, there's people like that? Those. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, so n- now, yes, now I feel old. I also just saw an old... um Home video of the Brandon Mall being built, mm. and my husband riding his four wheeler yeah. around For all the pastures the, and all. Yes. That? yeah So now, yeah, I'm starting to feel. I,
1: well, it's like you know you hear old people be like, "Oh, I remember when all this was orange yeah. groves and cow pastures, yeah. and sixty was one lane." Yeah. You know. I love those people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really, respect them. I mean, I guess I would say it's really not that long ago, but it it really was kind of long ago because I, I remember when they widened sixty. I was probably in middle school. When they yep. did that, we would come over to the movies all the time.
0: So like Bell Shoals will probably be widened when like my son is in high school, because mm-hmm. that's how long it's taking. <laughs> yeah, right. What are we on? you 10? <laughs> yeah. so, someday. I said that
1: yesterday. I said that, you know, one day Bell Shoals is going to be the most beautiful road yeah. in Hillsborough County. Someday. Not, not, not today. Sorry you're late. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that. So what about your background? Where, how did you get when you were a little kid, did you want to be a real estate agent? No. No? How did no. you fall into this?
0: So I fell into real estate. I was going to USF for marketing, and um, I had a family friend that was in title, and she was like, You'd be the perfect sales rep for a title. And I'm like, Title? Like insurance? Like, what? It, what it, car? Like, I had no clue. And she took me under her wing, and she. Who was that? Sue Luther with okay. All American Title. And she trained me right out of the gate, and she did an amazing job at it. I I feel like I learned a lot from her. Um, and I started in the very front office at the very front desk, and she moved me around, and then she finally said, you're ready. Go Go start marketing. And I started marketing for the company, and that's how I got into the real estate bubble.
1: Okay. Yep. So, what took you to being a realtor? What did is that was that your next stop as a real estate agent, or did you go other places before that?
0: So, once I got into title, and once I started marketing for um, real estate agents, the real estate agent was my client. So, I got to know them. I got to see like what they were doing, their lifestyles, and um, I just knew eventually I didn't want to be in title, you know, forever. I didn't want to own a title company. I didn't want to manage a title company. I kind of hit my max as far as like the marketing went, you know, and I wanted something more. And so I wanted to take the jump. I wanted to be an agent. And,
1: and how long have you been an agent?
0: Now two years.
1: Two years. Okay. Yep. Okay. Is it years. everything that you thought it would be? Absolutely. Or is it different than you thought it would be? Or is it you pretty much expected what it is?
0: I expected exactly what I'm living right now. I feel like all of my work and all my dreams that I've been hoping for are finally like the ball is rolling now. That's a big statement. I'm in a really good spot right now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the next six months, the next year. I'm very excited.
1: Okay. That's great. That's great. That's really good to hear because I think uh, a lot of people right now are questioning the real estate business and their choices (laughs) over the last maybe year.
0: I, my, If my goal, if you could... If somebody would say in 30 years from now, um, you know, do you want to use Tara Burley as a real estate agent? I would hope that I still have a really good reputation. So my goal would be to, you know, keep keep my hands on all my files and keep a good um, relationship with all of my clients to where in 10, 15, 20 years, I still have relationships with these people and they still want to work with me. I want to have a good reputation. I don't want to get too big for my britches. You know, I don't want to have... I want to keep my hands on all my files. It's so important to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that disconnect is the downfall. Yeah, right.
0: I don't want somebody to call me and not get me. Like I, I want to keep my hands on it. Mm-hmm. It's important.
1: That's great. Yeah, That's very noble. So, how does your background coming up through title? How many years were you in title? Seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half yeah. years in title. So, what? How does that background give you an edge? as a real estate agent? Oh my God. A lot. (laughs) Too much? Maybe? Sometimes? Maybe. I I I
0: mean, I don't know. Like for my clients, I micromanage everything. Like I want to know what's going on with every single part of it because I know, Mm -hmm. I know the flow. I know what's next.
1: And I feel like, or more importantly, what (sighs) could be a surprise, right? I don't like surprises. What you could, what you could walk into like a Jack in the box. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Why is this blowing up?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to keep my hands on it, and I want to know what's going on in every single file. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the brokerage you're at now, Century Twenty One Circle. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little about the actual brokerage? What's what? what the, what's that all about?
0: Um, it's a huge brokerage. They started up north, and um, they came down here and bought out some offices, and they've continued to grow. Um, yeah, it's a.
1: Is that where big you've franchise. always been as a realtor for two years? Century Twenty yep. One.
0: Yep, okay. was a Century Twenty One affiliated, and then we got bought out by Century Twenty
1: One Circle so, recently. Okay. What led you to join a team versus go solo?
0: Ooh, I'm a team person. I, my background's cheerleading of thirteen years. I coached for six, mm-hmm. so that's a very big piece of me is a team. Um, I just like the team mentality, I like being able to push things off on each other. Vacation. I don't know. I just I don't want to be solo.
1: Tell me a little bit about the team that you're on and like what, what are the benefits of being on a team? Kind of a double question.
0: So um I'm on a team and Cabot Brown is our lead, our broker associate. And shout out. Shout Cabot. out to Cabot. He's the best.
1: Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. Please. Cabot was the first real estate agent to ever come into this office. Really? When I when I opened this office, he was still down the road.
0: I love that. On
1: 60. I only had one chair in this whole office and I was working off of a six foot banquet table from he, home. Like I literally just signed the lease and got the keys to move he's in. He's going to love that. And then I had, to, he was coming. I went across the street to Walmart and I bought a chair. I bought a black folding chair, metal black folding chair. And we've still got it at the house. I call it the Cabot chair just because that's oh. why I It's the only kind of chair that I have like that. This one single chair. And it was for him to come I don't know what he thought about. It. I was like, I told him, I'm like, dude, I just got the dude. keys. Like literally, none of my furniture's here. Nothing's here yeah. yet. I'm brand new to this place. So yeah. it's funny that that's a coincidence. That's
0: a good story. <laughs> I've got, I've got some good stories too. He's, yeah. he's been amazing to work with. Yeah, yeah he's, he good he's business. a family guy. You know, I've got a family, and we respect each other as far as like the family side goes and vacations, and that's one of the best things with working with a team is. Me as a solo agent, you know, if I go on vacation or whatever I'm doing, I know I have support. I have a backing. Mm-hmm. And that to me is everything. And same for him. When he goes on vacation with his family, he knows I've got his back. Like mm-hmm. there's a backing.
1: Yeah. You have to have some kind of. Yeah, You have to bridge that gap somehow. Yes. Because solo
0: agents like they're we're busy. Yeah, It
1: never stops. If you, if you don't let it stop, it'll never stop. Exactly. You can't get away. It's so yeah. nice to have people to rely on to, yep. to fall back on when you and need And then to we've take got we've off. got
0: some other buyer's agents that have come on to the team. Um very excited about that and then um, a transaction coordinator that oh my god, keeps us in line. She's great. Um, her name's Chelsea and she's phenomenal.
1: So, can you tell me what what does your transaction coordinator do? Cuz I've heard transa- I've heard TCs start run the whole entire transaction and I've heard others that are, they they just file paperwork. So, yeah. what do you what do you what's your experience with that?
0: This one is the goat <laughs> and she does everything. She literally once we have an executed contract, she'll put it into the system, she'll get all of our dates scheduled into our calendars, me and Cabot both. Um, she will get us lined up with the lender, with the title company. She introduces herself to all parties. I mean, she's like a puzzle you know, she, she's putting together a puzzle, and she's getting all of our pieces, and she's making sure all of our paperwork's in line, all the signatures are good. She's just crossing T's, dotting I's, and making sure we're good in back of house.
1: I'm always super impressed when, when a new contract comes through here, and it says there's a TC involved, yep. and they're like, boom, here's an email. Yep. It's got all the contacts. It's got all the dates, all the contingencies, all of this, anything funky, outstanding. Yep. And it's like, okay, that's great. This is yep. going to be a good one because we know who to yeah. go for.
0: If you have a TC, it's it's great. She's like the circus leader, you know, because our side can run smooth, but it's not just our side. There's other moving parts to this contract. There's other agents. Not all agents are, you know, in line. Mm-hmm. Like some are sporadic. And then you've got, you know, your title and you've got your liners. So there's a lot of moving parts. So a TC is just somebody to, transaction coordinator to, Make sure everything's being facilitated.
1: Yeah, yeah, worth their weight in gold. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, Yeah. clients
0: love them. I mean, it's they're good.
1: Yeah, I would totally agree. You talked about a lot of moving parts and a lot of stories in the real estate transactions. So, how do you? What are some stressful things that come up, and then how do you deal with and manage that stress? Not only for you. More importantly for your clients, how do you keep people <coughs> calm Jumping off a ledge. and not keyed up and ready to pounce over every little thing? Yeah. How do you approach that?
0: Just setting the precedent right at the very beginning, letting them know, like, don't fall in love with this house. You know, let's get their inspection. Like there's period, just communication, communication, mm-hmm. setting the bar, letting them know what's going on at the very beginning. And I think just giving them a heads up, no surprises, right? no surprises.
1: Surprises no. are bad.
0: Yeah, I don't. I hate. I hate a surprise.
1: No, we don't. We don't want any surprises. What's um? Do you have any examples of what maybe like some huge thing that happened to you? What like what's the last surprise that happened in a transaction that you weren't expecting?
0: Oh, I had a good one, literally last week. <laughs> um, you remember it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So the house was listed as the roof only being four years old. And my inspector was stating that it was 10 to 11 years old. So huge seven-year, you know, discrepancy. Mm -hmm. And so pulled the permit. Permit's good. Complete re-roofing done four years ago. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. Why is it so bad? Why is it so torn up, you know? And um, I come to find out the roofing company is now out of business. And it looks like it was not a prideful job, mm. right? Maybe some old shingles, perhaps. Um, and it just wasn't done well.
1: Wow. Four years.
0: Four years.
1: Geez. Yeah. So how'd that resolve? What, what'd you do?
0: Seller credit. Mm-hmm. Compromised with a seller credit and both parties agreed and we moved on.
1: Easy as that. Was your buyer stressing out over that? Or I were mean, he they... wasn't
0: happy. Yeah. The mm-hmm. seven-year discrepancy when they thought, you know, the oh, roof was yeah. going to be good for another, you know, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like, that definitely was a surprise.
1: Yeah. And roofs hadn't gotten any cheaper.
0: No. <laughs> so I got a roofer, mm-hmm. you know, to come out, do a quote. Um, shout out to Jenkins Roofing for mm-hmm. that. Um, got me a quote. And we figured out how much to fix it or replace it. And we crunched the numbers and... Compromised. All Great. party. All parties agreed.
1: Yeah, good. Yep. Good deal. Yeah, we don't like surprises. We like to be able to navigate.
0: Yeah, I'd rather know about it. waters. Yes, mm-hmm. I'd rather know about it up front. That way, I can just be aware of
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned your family and your vacations and life balance and yes. people. Tell me what. Tell me about your family.
0: So I'm married to a wonderful man, Stephen Burley. He's my um, love of my life. We met back in 2010. So we've been together now for 13 years, married for nine, um, and he's my rock, and he's an amazing father, and he's a good worker. He works for Burley Business Centers, his own family company. Um, they do commercial business. Um, and my our child, Kyson, he's five. He's, um, we call him full throttle. He <laughs> likes to drive dirt bikes and go-karts and He's just pedal to the metal, That's never stops talking.
1: How do you so. manage that work-life balance? Because, you know, I, all the realtors I know, they all want to be available, like, 24-7. Yes. They want to, I'm going to answer my phone at 1030 at night if yep, you call me. I do. Is that, it, how does that impact you in family time? How does that work?
0: Steven is amazing. Like, he's very good about knowing I work from my phone. I have to be on my phone. He's... um He's very supportive when it comes to that. Um, Every once in a while, it'll irritate him and I'll like need to put it down and like, you know, refocus myself that like, okay, I can't get this moment back right now. Like Mm -hmm. I need to put my phone down. But when I do need to be on it, he's very, he's very supportive.
1: I think a lot of this stuff, you don't necessarily have to sit down and write some kind of proposal or contract at 1030 at night. Right, no. that's usually not what you're doing. You're either trying to calm something, fielding answer call. a question, yes, make somebody feel better, yes, and defer it to a time that you can jump yeah. in and actually do the work, you yep. know. But I think going that extra mile and being available for people, yeah, whether it's just a quick text reply or if they wanted yeah. to ask you a question, I think that really does go a long way. And hopefully, people don't abuse that too much. You know, they just if they need something, then they know that they can ask you.
0: I care. Right. So like my clients, I don't care if they came in as a referral, if they were a family friend, if they were somebody random. I've dealt with, you know, buyers from California, from New Jersey, from out of state. And I, I care. I care too much not to answer. Like if they text me a question and they need to know an answer, like I'm not going to just ignore them just because it's, you know, 7 p.m. Like I'm going to answer them. Mm-hmm. I can't. And like, if I don't answer, there's a reason.
1: Cause yeah. yeah. Right. That's I just right. care. Right. I don't and, want anybody
0: to but also, lose a house or get upset.
1: When you return a text or a phone call in a reasonable amount of time, yeah. that's almost the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, just because you don't come back in the, in the same minute. You know? Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah. human. Yeah, we totally get that.
0: We're not robots.
1: <laughs> so when you got started as an agent, do you have anybody that you looked up to that kind of shepherded you through the new, being a new agent, joining a brokerage and kind of Stepping out on your own?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Diane Martin with Century 21, my company.
1: Okay. She, Shout, out, Diane Shout
0: <laughs> out to Diane Martin. She's the GOAT. Not a lot of people know about her, but she is the GOAT. She's great. Um,
1: are you Are you all in the same office now?
0: Well, we're in we're, we're the same office. Well, not the same location, but we both work for Century 21 Circle. Yeah, same yeah. brokerage, mm-hmm. but just different location. She's out of a different office. Um, but she is just... She's classy. She's she has a great reputation. She's been in the game. I couldn't even tell you how long she's been in the game, but it's been a, it's been a while. Um, and her her clients. I used to handle her closings for title, and I remember sitting down with her clients, and they just spoke so highly of her. And I just think she holds herself to a certain standard. She's
1: one of the people, like you mentioned, in in thirty years when somebody yes. wants Tara to list their house. Yes,
0: yes, that's, that's her. Right? That's my goal. Like I'm not trying to get. You know, big and make a ton of money. Like I'm literally just trying to make a good product, have a well-oiled machine, have backing, and I want to fall back on a good reputation.
1: And that reputation will bring success. Yes, you know, you I'm, don't have to. It'll happen. Yeah, slowly. It and doesn't easy. have to be all no, at once. No, right? Do you um, speaking? You know, you you talked about success. How do you define success?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Happiness. Happiness. Yeah. I think. If I'm truthfully happy in like my work life and I'm truthfully, ha- truthfully happy um, in my home life and my family life, that to me means I'm successful. Like I just want to be truthfully happy in all parts. I think that determines success. Yeah,
1: yeah, because you could take that a few different directions. You know, you could get so busy and you could be bringing in tons of revenue. But, but you, you could, could be, be stressed miserable to the max yes. and not have any free time, not have any family life balance, yes. and just be completely pegged all the time.
0: Ding ding ding. Yeah. Yeah. I see I don't want that. That's mm-hmm. why that's why I keep saying, like I want to keep my hands on it. Like mm-hmm. I just want to have control over it. I don't want any surprise. Like, I don't know. I have I have a goal and I have a vision of like what I want, and I'm just trying to make it come too.
1: Would you like some wine? Sure. Let's crack this. I mean, up I'm here.
0: not gonna turn down wine.
1: There's a um opener up there all right so we talked about your definition of success you told me that happiness equals success is happiness yeah staying happy and not being broke you know
0: oh my gosh you are the best (laughs) you literally just saved my life
1: (sighs) thank you um do you consider yourself a salesperson yeah 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 you're a salesman I think,
0: I think it's in my personality for sure.
1: I don't consider myself a salesperson.
0: See, and I would, I would say you're a salesperson.
1: I I like the education. You know, I like to show people their options, but I'm not a hard closer. So yeah, you ain't going to fight, fight. I'm not a car salesman. No, neither am I. So that's not, and I always struggle with that internally thinking like, man, this isn't for me. This is, I got to sell my way through everything and just be out there on all the time. No. And I can't.
0: We're just not hounders. Like I want, we want people to use us because they want to use us. Like we Mm -hmm. got good products. Yeah. You know? Right. Like we, we have a good product out there, so they should want to use us. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep.
0: That's what we want.
1: (laughs) I think Dave Ramsey says something about that. Like uh, the best buy from a salesman with a teacher's heart. Or something like yeah. that. So, I don't know the quote, I'd have to look it up. But that's something that's kinda how I feel, you know. I'm here to present options and help you make a good decision yeah. from an advisor standpoint. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hound you and chase you down no. and demand that you answer me and pay me a deposit right yeah. now. Yeah. You know? Use us because we have a
0: good product. <laughs> yeah. Like use us because we have something to bring to the table, not because mm-hmm. you have
1: to. Yeah. What do you think uh what's what's one thing? If you could package up one thing to say that you wanted to your clients to know about you, what would you what do you want that to be?
0: Like a sentence, like sentence, a slogan,
1: fact, fun, whatever, no definition. Um just that I care.
0: If I'm if I go down as the agent that actually cares <laughs> about her files and about her clients, I'll go down as that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where are your tip? I know that this is a hard, probably a hard, hard question, but typically where do your clients come from? Do I you, get a
0: lot from social media.
1: Actually. People that you know, or people that know you through other people. Both. Yeah.
0: Both. Um, literally 50, 50, it's 50% of people I know and 50% of people that know the people I know. Mm-hmm. And it's a referral. Yeah. Um, You know, and then obviously I get internal, you know, referrals inside of the team, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Do
1: you ever mess around with any of the the Zillow's or Realtor.com or anything like that? No?
0: Absolutely not. Stay (laughs) off of them. Yeah,
1: I think they're very expensive. So they have to work. I I think it might work for the right model. Maybe. You know, maybe if you have 20 agents that need leads to call those salesmen we were just talking about. I'm not doing that. Maybe that's, maybe that's where it works.
0: Not sitting on a phone. It's not, just not me.
1: What do you think from a, from a consumer's perspective, what's Mm -hmm. one of the most important things to look for when choosing a real estate agent, either to help you find a house and buy it or to list your house and sell it.
0: Somebody that's going to be hands on the entire way from A to Z. They're not Mm going to pass it over through a call center. 1-800 hand over somebody that you don't even know. And then somebody shows up that you've never met. um, And then you get passed over to somebody else. I, yeah hands-on hands-on
1: point of contact
0: yep from A to Z
1: how old were you when you bought your first house
0: I was let's see 2016 how old was I 26 okay oh, 2016
1: thinking back to that time what what do you think the biggest and best piece of advice you could give someone coming out of high school or college mm. or trade school or you know somebody that's an adult now mm-hmm. what's the best piece of advice you could give them if they're ready to move out on their own?
0: <sighs> Obviously save money, but I feel like everybody knows that. Save money. Um, start figuring out who you want to use as far as a lender goes. Because I feel like getting a lender relationship, they can help you. Mm-hmm. A lender can help you figure out you know, your goals, what you need as far as credit goes or down payments or what type of loan you may be interested in. So I think just getting a relationship with you know, a local lender or a real estate agent saving money, doing research on neighborhoods, figuring out your location,
1: school zones, um, just doing research. Do you think the average American today can afford a house in Florida? Yes. The average American.
0: I think you need to plan financially. Mm-hmm. I think everybody that is a life goal. You know what? If I've you're seen? not making that a life goal as an American. Then what are we, you know, yeah. like that should be your goal. And it doesn't matter what your income is. Make it a goal. Even if it's a small property, even if it's a one bedroom, whatever, make it a goal.
1: Have you seen the attempt by the car industry on TikTok and Instagram to Mm-mm. start to normalize thousand dollar car payments? Have you seen these? things? No, I have not. It'll be like a, a TikTok at a at a dealership where one person's walking around. They're like, Tara. How much is your car payment? What do you drive? And they're like, "Oh, I've got an Audi R oh, eight. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. car payment's fourteen fifty a month." Saw
0: that on the TikTok.
1: And then they go to every single. Yes. And they're all eight hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred tw- dollars. And, yes. yeah. and then like the sales manager or one of the older guys is like, oh, "I don't have a car payment." Yep, <laughs> <You know>? I'm <laughs> yeah. driving
0: the beer. that's paid off. Yep. Yeah, good for
1: That I feel like that's a that's like a concerted effort to make people okay with. Twelve hundred dollar yeah. car payments because I've seen those multiple multiple times. Yeah, and it's almost like they're bragging on the fact that they have a twelve hundred. But yeah, man, when I see credit reports with twelve and thirteen hundred dollar car payments, I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know, this is you guys are. And then even I don't know everybody needs a car. You know, it's hard to it's hard to to justify not you know having a cash car. You know, whatever. Yeah, but. When I see p- two people, like a couple, comes through, each of them has a six, seven hundred car payment. That eats into their
0: debt to income, debt to
1: income so much. Like yep. there is so much that it's limiting yep. them on. And they, if they did not have that, they could skyrocket their yep. their buying power. Yep. And it's just, I know everybody needs so, a car,
0: but don't go out and buy the sixty thousand dollar car right out of you know college. Right. Yeah. Work up to it. Yes. Work up to it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
1: Absolutely. That's
0: a really good tip.
1: Yeah. And I I feel like these, you know, the car dealers and the real estate industry are not friends, you know, yeah because they're going to put you they don't care what you got going on. Are you buying a house? You should get a new car to put in the garage. You know, go ahead and sign here. yeah And then that blows up. Yes, I
0: actually that happened to me at a closing that did happen to me at a closing. A closing stopped and halted because the wife had um, co-signed for her son's BMW the day before closing and the husband had no idea. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I literally walked out I was like okay was it
1: saved or was it killed uh, I don't remember the deal I think it was saved yeah
0: I think they had to go back through underwriting mm-hmm. and like go back through yeah, the whole sometimes it's, process. sometimes
1: it's just paperwork other times it, it's a torpedo like yeah. it can kill the deal it throws it out of whack and you can't do it anymore
0: no it was like a very expensive vehicle or car too like mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know anything mm-hmm.
1: cheap I know Because the
0: husband was like, What do you mean you bought Jimmy a BMW? I think it would. Exactly (laughs) what she said. I had no idea that that would show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kicker was he wrecked the first car. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the mom went out and bought him a new one.
1: (laughs) Do you think it's a good or bad idea to consider the house that you live in an investment?
0: Absolutely. If you're not, what are you doing? Like, absolutely, that's an investment. That's a, that is your investment. That's your first big investment mm-hmm. of your life. Homeownership is so important. It's equity, man.
1: What's it do later in life for you? Equity. equity. Options, right? Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Live in a house for five years, build up some equity, flip it into a bigger one.
1: Or a cheaper one. <laughs>
0: or a cheaper and one. pay it off. And mm-hmm. or turn it into an investment property, mm-hmm. you know, a rental property. Like if we're not thinking like this, then what are we doing?
1: What's your favorite part of the of your job?
0: I love showing homes. It's so weird and everybody like always, you know, has a reaction when I say that. But I genuinely like going and showing homes. I get excited. Like when I have my showings for the day, I like pre-look at all the pictures and I want to know everything about it. And I I feel like I get just as excited about walking into this home as the buyer. I'm like, ooh, let's look here. Like I'm in it. I like it. I like being a buyer's agent.
1: That's great you say that Did did I did you know I was an agent for two years? I did. I sold houses for two years. I did. Back in like the other time when everybody was an agent, how'd back that in go? Like, Oh, I did great. It see, was awesome oh, because you're a yeah. salesperson. Well, see, maybe I don't know about that, but I, I the market had a lot to do with it too. I okay. think. But you know, I I ran out of my sphere quickly. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of new agents they start and they get boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Because they had. Old coworker, peer. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Aunt and uncle, yep. and childhood friend. Yeah, and then boom! Here's your three transactions, or five transactions, yep. or two, or whatever. And they're like, "Oh yeah, man, we got this." Yeah. And then the real estate career kicks in. And then
0: you gotta go hunt. Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta How are you door knock. keep it up, right?
1: Yep. So that that's probably that happened to me, and the financial crisis <laughs> happened yeah. to me too. So I wound up with have I was carrying like 20 listings at the time and you didn't want listings at that time because that's when every house on the street was yeah. for sale Fort you know when everything was really going down and yeah. when it's slow rolling like that you don't know what's like I don't know what's going on with it yeah. I can't sell these places people are you know we're getting to the end of our listing agreements and people yeah. are getting mad that they're not selling and it's like what are you doing well, what am I supposed to yeah. do you know, I can't just create just, the buyers yeah
2: can't you know? pull them out right <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: marketing as hard as I can but you say that showing houses is your favorite. That that was my favorite. Like I, I loved it. I sold for two years, it. and I've got a lifetime of stories yes. of houses that I walked into. The, oh, my gosh. Or had to run away from. Yes. Or not even let my clients into to see it.
0: The amount of things that I have seen in people's – it. It's hilarious. It blows your mind, and it's not like it's a.
1: It's not a random visit, right? You're not like dropping in to change the air filter as a as a maintenance guy. No, like we're we've got
0: to open cabinets and open fridges. Like we're looking at your house is
1: for sale. Yes, people are going to be coming here. Yes, (laughs) to see your house.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think the worst the worst story that I remember, it was a house in Plant City, and I was working with these really nice first time home buyers. Had a decent first time home buyers. And I was taking them around and we'd probably seen at least a dozen houses in the week or two prior. Mm-hmm. Like we'd been out, you know, there's one in their first house yep. that they've seen. And I went to this place. And have you ever seen that movie Seven? No. With Brad Pitt.
0: No, but I okay. love Brad
1: Pitt. I can't even begin to describe it. But all right. So I walk in and the stench hits you first. Oh, the yeah. Face. Cat and,
0: pee. It's always cat pee.
1: That was part of it. it, That too.
0: Oh, God, it was both.
1: Yeah. Um, It's just overall funk. And the people are there. Oh, they stayed. Yeah, it's a scheduled showing. Perfect. And they're there. Chilling on the couch. The first room I look in is uh, at least a case of Budweiser cans crumpled up on the windowsill. Perfect. Of this Florida room thing in the front of the house. And then I start to see the, the dog poop. And I see like a little pile of dog poop over in the corner. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's there. They got an indoor dog. You know, it happens. What is an indoor dog? A dog that lives inside.
0: Where do they go to the bathroom? Oh, pee
1: pads. Outside. They do to the bathroom outside. But I say, oh. you know, every dog has an accident, right? Okay. Like maybe it just happened. Who Benefit knows? Benefit the dog. Okay. No judgment. Whatever. Yep, Move yep, on. Yep, yep. And then I go in the next room. <laughs> and the next room is a litter box. It's a dog litter box with dog poop.
0: Let me guess, carpet.
1: Wall to wall, carpet.
0: Of course, carpet.
1: Cigarette ashtrays, the big ones, like the smoker's ashtrays with like, the the you know the little things the in the 50, middle. the yeah. 50. The little cigarette holders in the <laughs> <Yes>. middle.
0: <laughs> My dad had that.
1: Four or five of those, completely full. You could not fit <laughs> another cigarette butt in this thing. It's
0: like overpiling.
1: Stinks. The Ugh. floor is wavy. It's an old frame Ugh. house. Old 1920s Inspection house. mess. And... <clears throat> I ran through it before my buyers got there. Like I was, I got there first, and so I was like, "So you prepped them?" Yeah. Well, I didn't even let them go in. Okay. I, so you're not. I but, guys, yeah. you guys, this isn't the high This place is for not. You. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> and it, it gets worse. I mean, I went in the kitchen, and you could see the roach stuff everywhere. Like the, oh like the you know, the stuff that. It, and you could. I don't know. Inspectors know what I'm talking about if they hear this. You can smell roaches. Have you ever smelled roaches? No. Like you know, there's Maybe, a smell. That comes with a roach infestation. Okay. And I walked in and that was part of the mix of so the So where smell. was the
0: listing agent?
1: I don't remember. They didn't prep you I on don't this? I Nobody told me. It was just I just pulled off the MLS, made an appointment, did oh, my yeah. thing and went in. Yeah. And the worst part was, uh, it gets, it was worse. Like it got to the, I probably won't even tell the story, but it, it got to the people. There was this big dude in the back of the house, uh-huh. like 500 pound guy. Pretty much glued to, a to chair? A, like a lazy boy in front of a TV. Oh, dog God. crap all around him. Cigarette burns, Is beer like a stains. Hoarder?
0: like a hoarder situation? Like boxes up to the ceiling? No,
1: it wasn't like a hoarder thing. It, if it was a hoarder thing, it, it was like a recently cleaned up hoarding situation.
0: So why wouldn't they have picked up the name?
1: I don't know. And there was like a, there was the nephew was there and he was like this able bodied, normal looking guy. Got it. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, try to sell my uncle's house, you know, get rid of this. And it was just so nonchalant about it. And I'm like, You don't see all this around here. I don't even want to get back in my car because my feet are probably disgusting.
0: Yeah,
1: it just turned into a nasty mess. And my clients pulled up and I was like, and grab, go go the other way guys you're not you're not we're gonna, gonna wrap be around yeah we're just yeah. gonna go to the next one yeah. we'll be early like this yeah. where you, you don't <laughs> it want is this. What it is <laughs> and that was just one story but i agree with you like yeah. getting into the, especially when you get into the the plate like the custom homes yep. and the and the nicer places that you never really get to go into i've walked
0: know? in um one time to a showing i was there early and um this guy was just sitting on his recliner drinking Probably tell he was drunk, <laughs> and I literally I, didn't, I felt so uncomfortable. So I immediately like backed up and I texted my buyers and I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, maybe if you guys come, you know, it was a husband and wife, I'll feel more. But this is very yeah, awkward weird. for me. Like I'm yeah right because realtor
1: safety is a real thing. Yeah, right. It's not it's not just I a need scare to tactic. That more it's yeah. like a mm, yeah. This guy called me. Wants me to meet him at this vacant house.
0: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let yeah, me I'm...
1: go walk into a trap. Yeah. And you're a true crime junkie, right? I
0: am. And so that's... I, I It's happened. Like, I've had, you know, a buyer out in Tampa, single man, single man, um, you know, want to go meet at a house, and I you, did.
1: If you want to, like, manhandle that thing, yeah. you can pull it and put it anywhere you want it. So if okay. you want to sit back a little bit, just get that. It's just
0: my ADHD. Yeah, <laughs> um, But I felt very weird about doing that. And so I texted you know, Steven and I texted, you know, my friend or called my dad and was like, follow Like, make sure that I call you when I leave. And like, I just told him where I was. I told him what address I was at. You know, I do that.
1: Yeah. Some of those realtor safety trainings are really good. There's a, there's a guy around here that, that that does them. He's like, uh, yeah, Yeah. whatever you got. That's great. Yeah. Tell me, pretend that, uh, pretend that I live in, I don't know, New York. Okay. And I'm considering escaping New York and coming (laughs) to either Florida or Texas. Okay. What are some things that you tell your folks who are relocating?
0: So Florida brings sunshine. It brings um, parades in January. We have this wonderful parade called Gasparilla every January. And during that time, there's boats out on the water. And it's, you know, it's a big big parade in January and then I look at pictures all around the nation at that time <laughs> and people are like snowed in and miserable. miserable and so like that always I I think of um, and then just our lifestyle here like we've got theme parks, we've got Disney, we've got Universal, we've got the beaches I feel like we have the best of all worlds we have great sports teams you know we've got the Bucks, the Rays, the Lightning like we have so much to offer isn't it so weird much to offer. having
1: to to talk about that stuff as a native, you know, because okay. I'm a native too. I'm yeah, born yeah, and yeah. raised here. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, this is just how it is. It's hot and it's no. sunshiny. You know, that's how yeah. it is, you know, And then, but we take it for granted. We do. Because up there, like I, I was in Michigan one year in in April. Okay. And there was a uh snow scraper in the trunk of the rental car. Yeah, no. See, <laughs> I'm out. Here. Immediately out. And it was freezing. It was still cold. I no. got there, I don't know, early April. <laughs> and it was, I woke up and it was in the teens Yeah. and I didn't, I'm like, this is not this right. Is not for me. This is April We should be, no. it should be hot on the beach.
0: Yeah. Right um, my mom lives in Massachusetts, so I've been up there in the snow and um, I traveled one time with my dog up there and letting out the dog yeah. in the snow. Yeah. No. I was like, wait, 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 what? Mm-hmm. You got to put on the boots, put on the socks, put on the jacket. And like, then it's they like come a,
1: in wet and dirty yes. and snow all over. The, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. No. Sunshine and the palm trees and the Disney and the beaches and our sports teams. And we just have a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. Like we've got the top golfs and we've got the i flies it's a, it's and the a pop more, strokes and a
1: more usable year, you know, yeah. like you can just go out exactly. and use your time more than you can just being cooped up or having a shovel snow, which I think
0: out. brings happiness, especially probably to a family or children, you know, kids don't want to be cooped up in a house. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, my kids outside every day, like. I couldn't imagine if he was cooped up. He would drive me crazy.
1: <laughs> Do you see a lot of those people coming down? Absolutely. Those, like if you I have, with a lot of them?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. I've had so many out of state buyers. Um, California, New Jersey, um, Indiana. Mm-hmm. I've, had a, I've had a couple out of state buyers. Yeah. It's yeah. real. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah.
1: it's absolutely real. We can tell. Yeah. Living here.
0: A lot of people that work from
1: home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, very common. I've had a
0: couple out-of-staters that still work in other
1: states but live here how do you think that sets apart the florida market to the rest of the country
0: i think we're booming i i mean i the growth within tampa that i've seen not only like with construction but just everybody wanting to be in the tampa bay area tampa bay area being you know like lakeland orlando down south to like I don't know, maybe Ruskin, Sarasota mm-hmm. line, Wesley mm-hmm. Chapel line, mm-hmm. over to St. Pete, Tampa Bay area. Everybody wants to be here. Yeah. There's, it's, it's a cool place to live, you know? I, am I concerned about our roads and our schools? Absolutely. Yeah, But am I excited about the growth? Like, heck, yeah, I'm here for it. Nervous about the traffic, though, because the traffic is getting ridiculous. Like Bloomingdale?
1: Well, go to any other metro area. And exactly. it's, it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody has a solution for we can't that run kind from of it. density, no. you know, unless you're in New York where you just don't have a car. Brandon's then, now going to be a city. Yeah.
0: Like we're like a city. For real?
1: Is it real? Mean, like for real? I mean, no. Like, oh, okay.
0: No, but we, I feel like it is. Yeah. It's a big guy. Under- like it used to be a suburb, but now I feel like it's pretty popping.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the people coming here to Florida, What, um, what... How would you suggest that one of them get started? Like, if they were interested in Florida, do you suggest a weekend here, a week here? Absolutely. All virtual? Like, what do you no. what do you think they should do?
0: I mean, have I had sight unseen buyers? Yes, I have. Is it, you know, more stressful for me? Yeah, I send a heck lot more videos and pictures and FaceTimes. But um, I think they should vacation here. I think you need to find your spot because Florida has... a. We're huge, mm-hmm. you know, you can go down south, you can go over the east yeah, coast, you go I west coast. I was saying the other day,
1: like, if you were to, you know, if you were to pick between, say, like Fishhawk and Lakewood Ranch and the Epperson community, those are That's, all like 30, d- 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 45 d- d- minutes, an hour apart from each but other. They
0: all would run with each other, yeah, they're yeah. all
1: great. But which part Where can do you, you be in? That's yes. so hard because I've relocated one time, I, I moved up to Charlotte, North Carolina for about a year. That. Yeah, I lived, hmm. I, I went during the
0: Love North Carolina. Oh,
1: love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. It was, I yeah. want to go back. I want to have some way to get there. But um, it was so hard because I didn't know anything about the city. And, like, yeah. you've got South Charlotte, East Charlotte, North Charlotte, Ballantyne. How do you learn it? The, the you know, the, um, the uh, what are they, I'm having a brain fart here. Whatever, the, the river part up north, Lake Norman, up where all the uh-huh. NASCAR drivers are. It's, like, this huge yeah, area. Yeah. And I didn't know where to go. Yep. Like, am I picking a bad area? Is it going to be terrible? Yeah. It's by so, working with a local agent. Yeah. That's huge. Yep. And I had uh, I had a, a rental agent up there because we weren't going to buy, we, just, we didn't know what we were doing. So, yep. I had a rental agent kind of help me get the lay of the land. Yep. Our office location had a big impact on where I wanted to be. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be too far across town. Yep. So, it is hard though. And I only went up there one day. For an interview mm-hmm. and then I kind of drove around looked at some places and kind of understood like where the office is but I didn't know anything else about Charlotte yeah and then when I got up there every day on the news for the first 10 days mm-hmm. there were at least three murders and shootings so all coming out of different parts of the, of the city and I'm like where Wait, do I need to do my <laughs> where research where did I move to Google. and then I'm and I was, my dad was like well you know this stuff happens in Tampa too, but they just don't put it on the news like this. I was like, I guess. Probably does. I don't know. <laughs> Cri- just feels, Crime report. <laughs> I'm feeling a little, uh, little scared here, yeah. you know, being up here away yeah, from everybody. Yeah. People getting shot everywhere, but.
0: I've had buyers like literally talk exactly like that mm-hmm. to me, you know, so it's. It's a real thing. You move into a new city, you don't know anything. You don't know which neighborhoods or roads, or you know, you don't know anything.
1: Mm -hmm. How do you help your people acclimate? Like when they get here, do you do you help them with connections? Yes. I've got a great
0: sphere of plumbers, electricians, AC people, handyman. Like all those little connections that I've had for years and years and years, that I've grown up here, absolutely helps me out Mm -hmm. every day in my work. Like my inspector, I've known forever. Like it's. The family my yeah. insurance you know broker like I've known forever like it's and my lender the stuff
1: like, outside of the industry stuff though you're a yes. native and you have family restaurants here, so, yeah
0: where you you know Disney mm-hmm. I'm your girl for Disney tips man mm-hmm. I love Disney I've got all the mom Disney tips in the world
1: <laughs> are you a Disney adult
0: I am, yeah. My past just expired, but oh, we're merging, we're you're cheating. You're not a Disney adult. Well, well listen, I'm, we're, <laughs> I've done Disney for years, and so now we're merging over the Universal. My child has outgrown Disney. Space okay. Mountain does not thrill the full throttle child anymore, mm-hmm. so now we're merging over the Universal. Okay. So I'm about to be a Universal mom. I like Universal, too. I'm excited. I'll
1: tell you my true opinion is I hate all theme parks because what? there's just too many people. I okay, well you're I going. Deal with it.
0: Do you look at crowd calendars?
1: I look at whenever my wife tells us that it's time to go, we're going.
0: I need to I need to tell her about the crowd calendar. Yeah, cuz
1: the worst the last theme park I went to was Universal and we went through Hogwarts. Yeah. And packed. I cannot express to you how over it I was yeah. being in the middle of that place. It yeah, yeah, yeah. literally Misery. felt like a concert. It felt like I was packed in. Yeah. It was
0: So, crowd calendars are a thing, and um, they're real, and you should watch
1: them before going to a theme park. Uh, Maybe. I don't know if I'll go back, but next time. (laughs) Never see a theme park. Mm -hmm. How often do you deal with investors? People want to buy investment property.
0: I have not had any, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with straying away from the investor. It's just not in my model. Nothing against them. I think, you know, investors are great. Like, if anybody wants to work with me, maybe. But I... You're I'm more okay. family, yeah. plant my roots, yeah. be a part of the community, I'm not trying here. to do anything quick and, you know, cut mm-hmm.
1: corners. I'm not a
0: cut corner type person.
1: Um, so are you saying investors are cut corner people? No,
0: I just, I don't know. It's quick and fast and it's all money, you know, and it's all numbers. Decision, and
1: yeah, all data-driven yeah. decisions.
0: And I kind of like having the wife be like, I kind of want a tub, <laughs> you know. Like, I don't know. I like the personal side of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Not so much all money. Okay, I get it. Yep. What do you tell the people that are waiting on the market to fall before they buy a house?
0: Good luck. Do you have a magic ball? Do you know what's going to happen? No. Get in while you can. Marry a house. Date a mortgage. Refi booms are a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I would suggest. Well, the, what I tell people when we, whenever that topic comes up is just to pull out a historical chart.
0: Yeah. Up, down, up, down. Go, Don't Just get in.
1: But, yeah, up, down, up, <laughs> down. But... It's also going Mm -hmm. to the top and to the right the whole time. You know, Mm -hmm. things aren't... You see these little signs in gas stations and cracker barrels and stuff that talk about how much milk cost in 1954 and how much a new automobile cost in 1954. We're going up. It's never coming back. No. And you know what else makes me feel old? What? Is thinking about car prices. Back when i was I, I used to think like yeah there's 1500 $1, fifteen hundred dollar cars out there you can go get a car yeah. for two grand or 1500 yeah. if you need to that's totally all day Go yes. honda civic Pay
0: cash you don't have to have a car yeah. payment be <clears throat>
1: your luck. work car go find one of those <laughs> yeah, today right. good luck like you can't get in for like less than five 000, six thousand dollars for something that runs it it's crazy it? yep it's nuts we're old i'm I know, old you're though, not old i'm old
0: i mean i feel like i'm old my back hurts. <laughs> like even the photo shoot today, she had us in positions and I was like, oh,
1: God, this isn't normal. I don't <laughs> sit like this ever. She, she told
0: me, she goes, if your back doesn't hurt, you're not doing it right. I was Lord. like, yes, ma'am.
1: We have a uh, chiropractor subscription here at the office. So, really? Yeah. If you want to jump on, shout out to uh, the joint <laughs> chiropractor down oh on my uh, gosh. Bloomingdale. I've you heard know? about it. It's so cool. It's I actually like had a, somebody
0: give me a referral to go there, like literally know, two days ago.
1: It's kind of bare bones, but it's okay. They don't do X-rays. They don't do like more involved stuff that like your classic chiropractor would do. I just need a pop, man. They're just there for adjustments, yep. and it's it's like a hybrid between a gym and like a, and a chiropractor. Ooh. You got a little badge in thing, little barcode keychain, and it logs you in the system. It knows you're there, and then you're next in line. That's, That's how you cool. save your spot. And they've got an open adjustment area. There's three tables, and they're just going from table to table. You get in, get settled. They come over, do your thing, and then you're out the door.
2: Boom. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's Genius. It's so And it's fairly it's affordable, business. too. Like, it's not super expensive for the adjustments. So you can get on a plan and get so many visits per month. This is not sponsored by the joint. We can talk about that. Yeah. Joint, if you'd like. But it's not <laughs> sponsored. But uh, anyway, you know, you say your back hurt, and I think about that. because
0: Yeah, no, my back <clears throat> kills me. I sleep on a heating pad. Mm. Like, my back kills me. Cheerleading, 13 years, probably did it.
1: You've been a, you've been a Accident too, right? Then you get a car accident. Airplane. your Plat's right. Yeah. How's that going? You feeling okay? <laughs>
0: My neck is killing me really? still, but American Airlines have has been very good.
1: Okay. Yep. Well, good. Good to know. Yeah. So when the market comes down, is when everybody's going to buy a house. But I don't. I don't. I can't agree with that because I asked you about investors. We work with investors a lot. Yep. And when they wake up. And they start buying houses. You're
0: like market changing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 what's going on here? I'm like, I why are they we've buying just, houses?
0: We've just shifted mm-hmm. like within the past two or three months. Yeah. Like I have seen a huge change in showings, mm-hmm. like turn times and showings. I think a
1: lot of that was people, they're digesting the interest rate hikes and they're not seeing the, the property values fall with the hikes. Yeah. So they're like, wait a oh, minute. Oh, wait a minute. Am I might okay. as well get in. Yeah. We're yep. not going to get. 3%. No. It might have to take 6 Yep. But that house is still worth what it was yep. a year or two ago. And Marry I, a house, I do, date a mortgage. Yeah. Date the rate. Yep. It's very, very true.
0: Refis are a thing. <laughs> hmm
1: When you're talking about you, – you mentioned first-time home buyers or, or I mentioned them. You said you love them. Love them. Uh, so what do you have – what kind of advice do you have for – and it's a <laughs> so two-parter. Much. Okay. So your, your buyers – and your first-time home sellers. Let's talk about buyers first. What do you What would you tell them or, or give them some pointers on what they need to be doing today?
0: Getting in touch with a lender, getting all of that in line, mm-hmm. start learning locations,
1: neighborhoods. Can we pause do for you, a moment? Yeah. When you say just getting all of that in line, how deep should they go?
0: With finding a lender?
1: With getting an all in line. like what? How deep should their, their lender, their advisor, whoever they're working with, uh-huh. how far should they go in telling them what they can and can't do? To buy a house.
0: I think they should tell them everything. Mm -hmm. Like it should be an open discussion.
1: Should the buyer, when I'm trying to say like, should the, should the buyer lean into that a little bit more and ask some tough questions and make sure that they're getting a full review? Or should they just have somebody gloss over their situation and be like, oh yeah, you got a job. You're good.
0: No, I think that they need to do their due diligence and put in some research, look at some reviews. You know, I'm all about local. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push everybody local. Um, I think there's a lot of really good local people and we need to be using them. Yeah. So there's a lot of people coming into our market that's new and sh- there's title companies popping up on every corner now. Mm-hmm. Like we need to, I think that might have slowed down a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now there's some are being bought out.
1: Yeah. You're just a movement. <laughs> just a couple. And all of our spaces for sure. Yeah. So find a lender and yeah. then, and then what?
0: Um, Definitely agent start doing your research on who you want to work with as far as a real estate agent goes because they're going to bring a lot of um um, help along the way from a to z so i love 1st time buyers i just got a call today from
1: one and i was like so excited i was Mm -hmm. like
0: have you ever bought a home before and then he's like no
1: great (laughs) yeah what about sellers I've always thought, you know, first-time home buyers get all the attention. Yeah. They get all the the marketing and everything. First-time home sellers, nobody really ever talks about that. And I think that might be a little bit more stressful situation than buying a house.
0: Declutter should be your first thought. If you were thinking of selling your home, like the first thing should be start decluttering, start, you know, getting your home to be picture-worthy, um... I think is huge. I think obviously finding a real estate agent that you want to list the home, do your due diligence, give three interviews, you know, do some listing presentations. Um, and then just getting your house ready, maybe a pre-inspection, mm-hmm. pre-inspections for 500 bucks, like, and they could tell you everything that's going to pull up on an inspection.
1: And I've got to think that that'd be valuable to share with I did it to m- a buyer, right? Yes. To come through You can say here, this is what we, I've, We found this. We fixed this. Here's the rest of the inspection.
0: I am the seller that has pre-done a $400 inspection. I already know everything about my house. I already know everything that your inspector is going to find. And I I think that's huge. I did it when I sold my house. I did a pre-inspection. I knew everything that was on it. I like, you know, did all the major stuff and just left the cosmetic stuff.
1: Do you give – how bold are you when it comes to giving advice on what to – what to declutter? You know, could you can tell somebody pretty, to declutter.
0: I'm pretty tough about it because I feel like pictures and um, I, I want to sell your house. I want to sell your house for top dollar. Not your stuff. Yeah, right? I exactly. I want to sell your house, not like, your stuff. love the pictures and I love this client. I hope she sees this, but she <laughs> had a mural wall of her son and I went to school with him. I went to middle school with him. Like, love it. You know, I wish my mom had a wall like that, but... <laughs> This is – we got to take this. We got to declutter. And so she did it. She listened. She left two photos, three photos, two items per shelf. She followed all of her instructions, moved everything out into the garage. The sale was beautiful. That's great. Yeah. So just decluttering, getting rid of boxes, getting rid of stuff. Like I have – you know, I have a spot in my house that is the catch-all. You know, everybody's got a little spot that your boxes gather or whatever, you know, just –
1: Junk drawer. Junk drawer. We have two junk drawers in our kitchen.
0: Yeah. Listen, my junk drawer is, Stephen, bless his heart, he just went through it. I saw him the other day going through everything. I was like, Mm -hmm. you were
1: so cute. We have one that's like electronics oriented, like with cables and chargers and plugs and batteries and all that kind of stuff. And then we've got another with like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. All the other stuff. Yeah.
0: So just decluttering, getting ready, doing your, you know, start looking at all comps in your neighborhood. Start figuring out like. What other homes sold for what? Yeah, like get, you a, know, feel watch for the, it. get
1: a feel for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. see
0: what's been on the market within the past, you know, three, six months. What it sold for, you know, is it comparable to your house? Knowledge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gather knowledge, get your agent, get a good agent and um, start decluttering.
1: So back to buyer's agents, um, besides touring homes and like, you know, opening doors and giving advice, on showings, what else does a buyer's agent do day to day? Like in either working with clients or working transactions.
0: Negotiations. We're lining up inspections. We're lining up um, all the lender stuff. Like we're we're also a little puzzle maker. You know, we're holding your hand. We're helping you read contracts. Nobody's read a contract. Yeah, nobody has read a contract. Mm. There's people in the real estate in- industry. There's agents that haven't read a contract. <laughs> So knowing knowledge of what people are signing is it's important to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read my contract like seven times. Is that so, before
1: you are entitled or after?
0: When I was entitled. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's why you need somebody to help hold your hand because you don't know. You don't know who's going to read it for you. Yeah, You know, mom and dad are great, but somebody that's like in it, they're going to give you some
1: tips. Speaking of tips, do you have anything to tell anyone who would be looking to join the real estate industry and looking to be a realtor for the first time Hmm. with no experience? Do you have any advice for a person like that?
0: That's a hard one because it's (laughs) it's hard. You know, I don't the hype of like, oh, I'll just become a real estate agent and I'm going to make a ton of money. Like that's not that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. Like you got to grind. Like you got to have you don't have a team. You don't have people to do your marketing. You don't have somebody designing your stuff. Like you have to be the person setting up your business cards, setting up your stuff, setting up your boards. Like you don't have a company with backing. Like I mean, yes, my brokerage has backing, but I don't have anybody hold my hand. Right. Like well, as an, an employee. agent, no.
1: There's no. You're not. Feeling, I'm my own boss. Yeah. So if and I'm I a, think a lot of people lose sight of that, that it really is self employment. It
0: is self employment.
1: Like, tie yourself to whatever brand that you want to tie yourself yes. to it is self-employment yeah. and and if you don't either hire sales people to make sales and hire operations to handle yep. operations it's you it's, it's me <laughs> it's all you yep you're the one it's just like owning a bakery you so
0: know? I feel like that knowledge you know a lot of agents just say, oh I'll just you know sign on with blah 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 and I'm gonna kill it I'm a salesperson mm-hmm. and it's like that's not
1: so that's would you, I, you know, I guess everybody's different depends on what who they are as a person what they do but would you say joining a team structure would be a better entry into the industry than trying to go it on your own?
0: I do. Because I think it's just going to be knowledge. Mm. You're going to you're gonna be listening. Kind to, of a built-in mentor. Yeah. It's like you're a rookie, man. I'm a rookie. I'm going to be a rookie for a long time. Like I consider myself – every day I'm learning. Every mm-hmm. day I'm reaching out to Cabot or a team member, and I'm asking them a question. Like we're always going back and forth with stuff. And I feel like if you're not learning – like, you're not going to be growing. Mm. So I'm, I, I hope I'm learning in 25 years. I hope I'm still learning in 25 years. Yeah.
1: Well, a so market yes, shift a team, like this will make you learn more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned on the HUD. Like, when I started in title, yeah, was on the HUD. We don't talk about the HUD. <laughs> See, I still miss the yeah, HUD. We don't
1: talk about it. It's all CD. Oh,
0: CD, CD. <laughs> Good old trid. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I would suggest a team. Or just, I don't know, even maybe starting out in a different area of real estate, you know, whatever that may be,
1: um, like somewhere with a paycheck, maybe. Yeah. You can learn.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And just start gathering, you know, your info and getting your ducks in a row. I think, I think that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm so glad I started in title. Yeah. Could I owe imagine, a lot to title.
1: Could you imagine just stepping into that no. industry only knowing what you've picked up as a civilian? Absolutely <laughs> right? not. I'd like I would out fail. Of the
0: if I was coming from the T-Mobile, you know? yeah. And just, I'm going to be a real estate agent. I could not imagine. I could see why we have an 86% failing rate, Mm -hmm. 86% failing rate.
1: Mm -hmm. Understood. Yeah. Yeah, You got it. You, you had exposure to so many agents during that time and offices (laughs) and networking and the bad side and the good side and the show side and the sales side and all of that you were right in the middle of it. Yeah,
0: so I did the closings. So I got to meet the clients at the end of the transaction, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and here comes buyers and sellers and I get to hear everything that they were are saying about their agent. Good, bad, whatever it may be, and I just literally just took it all yeah. in. And so I'm like, don't do that, do that, do that.
1: Like you're just you're hearing all that stuff and yep. you're forming your your outlook on that whole. Yeah,
0: thing. and I think that's why I'm I'm very um, strong-willed about what I want. As a real estate agent, like I'm not wanting to have, you know, big, too big for my britches. You know, I don't. And that's why. That's why. I don't ever want a client to come into a closing and my reputation be torn or bad because of a horrible, you know, um experience. Yeah,
1: Having a title agent be like, oh, we hear that all the time.
0: All the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same. I don't want to say it's the same agents, but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's part time agents out there, and you know, bless their heart, like they do it part time to start out. But if if I'm calling you and I need to get a hold of another agent, and like your answering machine says, please call me after five. Yeah, like it's kind of scary. What are you part time for your clients? Because I'm not part time for my clients. I'm full time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in it to win it, a hundred percent. So if I have a second job, who's gonna come first, my client and like the deal? Or is it going to be my first job? So I don't know. I, I part time scares me. Yeah, for longevity. Well,
1: yeah, for long. You know, like some people I mean, you get it. You got to start. I started part time as a real estate agent back way back then. And did you
0: ever feel bad because you couldn't do like a showing or you couldn't be there for a client because you were preoccupied with another job?
1: It never really came up at, during that time because I lucky. was only I was a part time agent for maybe six months. OK, so it wasn't like an ex- a really long period of time. Yeah. And it's not like I was doing a ton of volume during that time either. So I, yeah. that never really came up. But I knew that I can't dedicate my career to this helping people mm-hmm. unless I get rid of this daily thing that I have to do. Yeah. And that's when I stepped out and uh, I had to. Like I yeah. couldn't do marketing, I couldn't do running around, I couldn't do open houses, I couldn't do this, couldn't do that, like all kinds of stuff that I just was not able to do that I knew that I had to do yeah. to make it work. Yeah. So I think everybody hits that point in their own time, you know, their yeah. own their own track for sure. And
0: yeah, and just staying in, you know, staying in um, the knowledge part. Like as a part time agent, I couldn't imagine you're doing a lot of trainings or like, right. you know, updates on contracts, We're like seeing
1: a lot of like real world scenarios. Yes. You know, things coming through because I feel like you learn from every transaction.
0: Absolutely. Whether
1: you want to or not.
0: Every transaction is different.
1: The more that you see, you can see trends, you can see how you solve this problem here and you're able to apply that and do the same thing here. Exactly. Like all of that starts clicking yeah. once you get that experience under your belt. Yeah. And that's that's why experience is so important. Yeah. What do you, do you stay active and present in your community? Like do you do anything in your neighborhood or school or church or club or whatever? Like, what what do you think – what do you like to do outside of showing houses and being together? I'm a therese, pretty
0: private – I've got my friends and I've got my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I'm not a member of a church. Um, I don't do any – I live on property, so I don't have any neighbors. I mean, I have, <laughs> you know, shadowing neighbors, but not immediate neighbors. Right. You don't have to Um, say hi
1: to him when you step out to get in your car. (laughs) No, I don't have to say hi to anybody
0: Um, walking out my door. Um, So, no. I mean, I guess Kyson's school, um, you know, my son's school, I'm very close with the administrative staff there and the teachers, and I guess that would be my, you know, out of work, out of family, out of friends circle, that Mm -hmm. would be my sphere. Have I done the B&Is in the chambers? Yeah, did it for a long time in title. I I just I just got burnt out. Mm-hmm. BNI and chamber it
1: just burnt me out. They are jobs within a job. Yeah. You know, so there's, when, a, there's a lot of commitment to that for sure.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Nothing against it. Yeah, I learned great, all. They're great groups. That's how we right. met.
1: Yeah. I've been parts of them. Yeah. I think everybody has a life cycle like that. Yeah. kind of kind of comes and goes, and you get it out when you need to or yep. want to or feel yeah. that you can feel that you can fit that kind of activity yep. into your life.
0: Yeah, so I have a five-year-old now, so my spare time is just, you know, out in the boat or, you know, with my family or my friends or theme parks. I'm a theme park person.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a Disney person. What advice do you have for fellow agents that are working today or alongside you? Like top producers, people that you're on the other side of a transaction, do you have any advice for them or any observations?
0: Two things, consistency and communication. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, like I think being consistent.
1: Commu- the age of communication consistent. that we're in. Gotta communicate. It's it's like people don't communicate as much.
0: I pick up the phone. <laughs> I am old school. As easy as it is to <laughs> like, reach call each other.
1: Me. I mean, there's like eight ways you can reach me right now. Yeah. Right? You two, everybody. Yes. And it's like it's gotten harder to yeah. just to get people to pick up the phone. Yeah. When you only had one way and you needed an answer, you'd get an answer quick.
0: I prefer it. I'm all about a phone call. I'm mm-hmm. all about a FaceTime. I'm a FaceTime person. I FaceTime my family. I FaceTime my immediate friends. They all know it. Like me David and I, we, we FaceTime. Like mm-hmm. if I wanna if I'm talking to you, like I wanna see you. <laughs> like what are you doing?
1: So. What do you think the biggest challenges are that we face in our market today? Uh, and let's take it back to Florida. You know, let's Yeah, I was not gonna be... say
0: running out of houses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> inventory. Absolutely. Dude, running
0: out of inventory.
1: Yeah, I think inventory is it can be a problem, but I think if you're in the game now and you're looking, that you will find a house. I don't think it's gotten to the point of where it's like, I mean, are you seeing people give up because they can't? I haven't find had anything?
0: anybody give up, um, but I have had because they want to be fine-tuned to a certain area. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you get the location is pinpointed very small, then okay, I only have five listings in that area right. that fit your criteria. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah.
1: I saw people giving up more during the bidding wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we lost a lot of people, a lot of pre-approved people that were out there like. Giving up? You know what? I'm going to go rent. Yeah. I'll be back next year.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not going to lie. I see that it's coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're coming like, back I just,
0: it. I just want a deal because I use an escalation clause. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen an escalation clause in a year and a half. Yeah, right. And we won because there was three other offers and we use an escalation clause. Mm-hmm. So the, these, these tools are starting to come back out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and yeah, I'm telling you, changes. two to three months ago is when I've seen this shift. Like when I'm setting up showings 24 hours in advance and the next day they're being canceled because they're already under contract, 24 hours, like yeah. that's, yeah. that's back how we were a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So here we are again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We were supposed to crash. What happened? I don't
1: know. Don't say the C word. We don't want to have have that happen.
0: (laughs) Don't put it into the juju.
1: How can can you and I make the real estate industry better?
0: Consistency and communication.
1: It's funny that it comes back to that, right?
0: Wow. (laughs) It is. It really is. It's about a relationship. Like my contracts, I feel, go a lot smoother because I use the people that I know and trust and that I communicate with. Like I'm not using people that I haven't, you know, worked with before. So I have control over it. And when I work with you, you're not gonna drop the ball. You care. Mm-hmm. You care about me, you care about my clients, you care about my file. So I wanna use you. But because when you, you wind care. up in a
1: call center yeah. with, you know, eight thousand employees, what's going on? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't have your file anymore. It moved to dust twenty two with, you know, Susie. Like yeah. I don't, I don't ever want to lose control over things and I want to keep you know the relationship strong. I, I feel like people just want a good product. They want a good um, transaction. they want it to go smooth. nobody wants because it to go only, bad.
1: The only people that call them transactions are are people like us. yeah, you know because we see them day in and day out. The people yeah. who are buying a house or who are selling or moving or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. That's not a transaction to them. No. It's like a life it's a change. Life. Yes. They're going through something yes. and they're moving out of somewhere, buying a new place and yep. moving forward with, yeah, now I got to go save up for an air conditioner. I've got to go. Yep. And then we we bought real. a house with an old roof and now we have to go put a new roof on. Yep. It, these are big decisions for people. And yep. then I'm taking my son or my my kids out of their neighborhood mm-hmm. and they're not going to have any friends where we're moving to. So yeah. what are we going it, to do? There's so much more going on yeah with the people than just what we're looking at yeah you know and we that's easy to lose sight of at some point you know when things get busy and hectic and like you like you talk about you want to have you can keep your hands on it yeah because if you start to let go of that stuff that's when people feel forgotten like they don't care yeah unseen and they don't care what's going on they just want to put me in the house they just want yeah me to they just want to
0: be done with it and now mm-hmm. like I tell my people that come to me, they're like, oh, well, I think we're ready, but we're not ready. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be doing this while I'm old and gray. <laughs> yeah. So whether you buy a house today or whether you buy a house in a year or five years or 10 years, like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here and I'll support you whenever, you know? You know? I want to be support. I want to be help. Yeah, I want to make it not stressful. Like this whole, like, oh, my God, you're buying a house. It's horrible. You know, they take blood and... Get ready! It's awful. It's like not I, that? that bad. Horn, no,
1: no, it's not that bad.
0: I listen. My buyers and my clients would tell you that it's not that bad.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. No,
0: you just gotta keep your ducks in a row. Yep. Communicate. Be consistent.
1: Easy enough. Yep. Do you have a slogan you can work that into? Do you no. have like a motto or? I need like to. Maybe something I had, on your business card?
0: Dude, I had one on title for title title talk with Tara or title Tara, <laughs> and now I don't have one. I need to have one. I need to think of one.
1: I'll help you. Okay. You're good at that. What, um, I always, I always like this question because it makes, I I don't know. I think it makes you think if a bus dropped you, dropped you off, if, if a bus dropped you off 500 miles from home Mm -hmm. and you had to live there and be there, how, what would you do to restart your business?
0: I would know what I have to offer, which is knowledge. Title knowledge, I would probably find some type of either brokerage or title company, just somebody that would take me in and then I would just start the track works right on over. Mm-hmm. I would probably do the same thing I did. Either get in with like a brokerage and be like an assistant. Start at the ground. You gotta start at the ground. Like I started at the bottom with title, you know, and you gotta you gotta pay your dues, right? So I would go into a new town and I would pay my dues. I'd find something in the world that I want to be in real estate and I would start paying my dues again.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't go in like a, a
1: big shot. Yeah. No, well, you got nothing to back it up yet. No, you need some results. I, I can't talk to any about anything until I have done it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, until yeah, I've yeah. some results to show. Yeah. How do you sum up your approach to your, to your business in real estate?
0: If you take care of the people, business will take care of itself. Just nice, yeah, be kind, really, do right, true. have a good product, and do the right thing. Have a backing. Okay. Follow through. Cool. You know, answer. Communicate. I feel like my hospitality, my bartending background in High Limit, dealing with, like, high-end people has helped me.
1: Okay.
0: Catering. My caring. Like, I... I don't know i cared so much i just wanted to make them happy because i was working off tips well that was my income mm-hmm. so and the tips were amazing at hard rock
1: uh, well yeah when people are throwing out thousand dollar hands yeah
0: and, and i worked in high limit so mm-hmm. i would have one or two people maybe so what did i do <laughs> i hustled that you know i i cared i talked to them. i
1: i went in that high limit room one time yeah and i put $100 on a blackjack hand and I hit blackjack and got paid out what two to one or whatever it is, three to two, whatever that is. And I uh, grabbed it and I'm like, all right, I'm out. I've See seen ya. somebody gamble
0: $25,000 a hand.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And just sit there.
1: hundred was big in. for me because back at that time they were doing $10, $15 tables. Yeah. And that was like 10 hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't been there in a long time.
0: Yeah. The hard rock at... Being in hospitality, um, when I was in college, it definitely taught me to care and to cater to people, you know, um, I loved bartending, multitasking. It taught me, I, I kind of miss bartending. I, like when Steven and I, when we do go out, I'll like see the bartender and she's back there hustling and, you know, just jiving and going from one to the other. And I miss that. I miss that.
1: That's a perfect analogy or perfect definition of a service job. Yeah. Service industry. Yeah. And
0: I did it for 10 years. What
1: is a real estate agent? Yes. A a service person. Like you're helping somebody do something. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's all about serving the people.
0: So that maybe that's why I don't like me. I didn't even have a bar back when I worked at Hard Rock. Like, I mean, I did at some parts, but in high limit, it was just me. I was getting my own ice. I was, you know, doing my own bottles. Like I like to be in control. Mm -hmm. I don't like surprises, Mm -hmm. you know, just it's who I am. It's
1: obviously what I've been doing. You were talking before about. We we talked about the idea of you seeing so many people come through title, yeah, like sitting at closing buyers, sellers, agents. Oh my god,
0: I've done thousands of closings through a lot of that.
1: So, what do you do? You have any memorable moments? I've got a couple that I that I've been at over the, my career, but do you have anything that you I remember?
0: I do, I do. I've got one that I will never forget. Um, <laughs> the husband was incarcerated; he was in jail, and the wife they were selling their house. He was okay with it, you know. They were both selling it. I had to go to the jail and be escorted in the back and uh, get his signature. And he didn't say a word. He came in, you know, signed the little papers and I left and I went out to the car and I remember calling my dad and I was like, I'd never been in a jail.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> what is and then you're there to to do business.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like he's, he's having to sell his house. He's incarcerated. Jeez. Yeah, that moment was um, that moment was one I will never forget. But I've seen some stuff in title, man. I've signed docs on the hood of a car to 7-Eleven, you know? Like, -hmm. I've seen animals. plenty
1: of realtors have done contracts on the trunk of a car, too.
0: Oh, my God. I've seen Mm -hmm. um, divorces literally go down in the closing room, Mm -hmm. like selling properties.
1: Yeah, I've seen some fights. Birds. People bring
0: stuff weird to closings. Like, I've seen an iguana. Like...
1: (laughs) Was it an emotional support iguana? (laughs) I I had a, uh, this one closing I was at it was the husband and the filed for divorce wife yeah, and husband's new girlfriend yeah, and husband or wife's like <laughs> third boyfriend yep. or something. And they were all in the same room because, yep. you know, husband and wife are still married. She still had to sign something. <laughs> so she still has to and sign. And they literally all showed up at the same. And I was oh, yeah. like, hey, you guys don't have to be here. No, like, not full you, house. Can, you don't have to sign. You can sign separate. Yep. It's all fine. But no, it was like a family oh reunion no. of this thing, and it was the real estate side. Like the the professionals were were tense yeah. because they were like, "Oh, this what's going to happen so in here?" We, you heard so much drama during yes. the transition.
0: Toxicity just, <laughs> and everywhere. then
1: it went out perfectly. They were cordial. Really? They were all very happy Shocking. and nice. And we were like, "It was a huge sigh of relief at the end."
0: They played nice in the sandbox. Yeah,
1: it's and then the other one that I will never forget. Is the guy. Do you remember back in school when they had those tape recorders that had the handle that popped out of yes. them and you could carry it kind of Absolutely. like a suitcase or lunchbox? Yeah. This man sits down and he's buying a house uh-huh. and he says, If you don't mind, and he reaches down under the table and he brings out this big giant tape recorder. He's like, I'm gonna record this closing. No. I need to have a record of what happens today. And we're all like, Okay, You'll get copies. Fine. There's like whatever. I mean, <laughs> if you want to do that, I tell you Stop. that title agent was silent through the whole signing. Really? She was, like, she was this, nervous. This is your document. Yeah. Sign here. Just. And you know, title agents normally like what this document says. Oh yeah. This, talks, it about this. this yep. talks about this. This talks about this. This is your amortization schedule yep. now. She was like, you know what? I'm not going on record. I'm going to sit here, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you your document. And you're going to sign it.
0: I've had many attorneys sit in. You know, on closings, mm-hmm. I've had one guy. Oh, my God bless this? I don't ever forget him. He wanted to read every single line to the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, I'm going to step out. Let me know if you have any questions. And he literally sat there and read every single line of this mortgage.
1: You can totally do that beforehand, too. I, I, you know, if you if that's what you like to do with your time and you like to read. And hey, I'll have to tell you, like, I fully uh, I, Ex- expect people to know exactly what they're signing. Absolutely. So I hold them to zero fault. You need I to, know. But maybe I, that's but not does the that. first time <laughs> that you take a pass at that document, right? You kind of yeah. want to know what's in there before you get started. I mean,
0: he was like literally in his 60s, though. Like, I no. highly doubt this was his first house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the docs don't really change that
1: much. No. And not you could like have. That. He totally could have got advanced copies of those, too. For sure. Like, that package was ready yeah. way way early. <laughs>
0: then I had the one lady where you have to, like, sign all your names, you know, your um, – The identity. The identity. David, yeah. Yep. And she had – I swear to God, it was, like, two full pages of names. And you have to sign exactly <laughs> yeah. how that is, you know? And, and you're and, thinking, like, what – No, what, I asked her. I had do? to. <laughs> I had to. I literally was like, wow – you have a lot of aliases, and she looked at me dead in my face, and she goes, "I've been married seven times." <laughs> and I was like, seven? Like at what point was your husband with do her? Do you mm-hmm. give up?" No, she was. I don't. Even, I don't even think she was married at the time. Oh, okay. But at what point do you give up? Seven.
1: Maybe it worked like, out in her advantage.
0: Or there's a common denominator. Mm, could
1: be too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's motivation.
0: Yeah, but yeah, titles. Title was um, very interesting. Very. Very, a lot of learning, a lot of learning. (laughs) Can I tell you about the the first story I have with Cabot
1: and my first open
0: house? It's actually a great story.
1: Okay. Okay, that's
0: fine. Um, So I started in real estate. I signed on with Century 21 and I'm ready to go. And so Cabot Brown asked me if I want to do an open house and he didn't really give me a lot of prep into it. And he's like, it's a nice house, you know? And come to find out it was a $750,000 home. You actually were on the lending side, uh, Charmwood. Okay. And a beautiful home. And I was so excited. I went and got the open house signs. And I get my stiletto heels on because I'm a real estate agent. I'm going to go do an open house. And I'm putting out these for sale signs. And my heels are getting caught in the middle of the median. <laughs> like I look like a damsel in distress. <laughs> like don't ever wear heels when you have to put open house signs In the center of a median because you look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so I get to the house and it's in the middle of COVID and it's the hype. And I had no clue, man. I had people inside of the home, people outside of the home, people in their cars waiting. There was 23 families that came through this house that day. I was sweating. I was running upstairs, talking to somebody, running downstairs, talking to somebody. My sign-in sheet was literally like people had turned it over and was signing on the back like manually.
1: I am a master of thing here, right? Are the masks in effect? Like, are people masks are in effect? effect. Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: it was it was a moment, and um, I'm stressed out because I'm new. Like, I'm 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 winging it because of my title background, but like, you know, I'm I'm winging it. And this lady walks in, and she she's like, "I want to use you. I want you to be my agent." And she was moving from the other coast. She had no clue this was my first deal. (laughs) No idea in the world. And um, anyways, there was multiple offers put in on this house. And, um, we ended up winning it and, but what go back a little bit when I was closing up, I was closing up for this open house and I'm turning off all the lights and I'm, you know, shutting down everything. And there's this one light above the master, uh, bed and it's super high. And I can't, I, I can't figure out how to turn it off. There's no switches anywhere around the room. <laughs> I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking for a remote. I'm looking, how am I going to turn this damn light off? And so I call Cabot and I'm like, Cabot, I can't turn this light off. And he's like, Oh, Oh, that's a clap on. It's a clapper, <laughs> and so me, I it literally went right over my head, and I was like, Oh, okay, I've seen these, <laughs> and so I'm clapping, and he's like, No, 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 it's five to six claps, and so I'm like clapping, 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 and he's like, Oh, try, keep going, keep going, <laughs> so I'm like clapping, like,
1: and he's like, Camera, and he's here literally somewhere?
0: like, Tara, get <laughs> off the damn bed. is a clapper. <laughs> I was like, Screw you, God. So a big inside joke of us is the clapper, uh-huh. and I closed mm-hmm. up. That'd and be a great
1: closing gift. Oh, Clapper.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. So we um, we ended up working that deal. He was on the sell side. I was on the buy side and it was a great transaction. And it was my first one. That's cool. Yep.
1: I know. You know, open house. You had the confidence to be there. Yeah. You know, and you were the professional. You're the one that was there.
0: I just sank or swam like I owned it. Right. I just nobody knew. There's nothing. That client still doesn't know that was my first deal. Mm -mm. She ain't got a clue. Yeah.
1: Well, that was not your first deal, though. It was your first real estate as, deal.
0: As a real estate but agent.
1: you've gone through... You've, yeah. you've had yeah, so yeah, much yeah. there that it's... The contracts not going to scare you.
0: No, contracts mm-hmm. don't scare me. The whole process doesn't scare me. And I think that's why, you know, I had that mm-hmm. um, experience. But it wasn't my first deal.
1: Have you ever gotten to set off a home security alarm and not know how to turn it off?
0: Oh, my... No, that's not my thing. <laughs> well,
1: it might happen one day.
0: That's not my thing. <laughs> Let me tell you what's my thing. I am not good with keys, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> Many of my past clients will tell you this, like I, and or the, they'll give you a ring of keys, right? Because ones to the shed, yeah, ones to the front door, ones to wherever, you know. And so you've got six keys, and you got the front door, and it's hot because it's Florida, and you're sweating, or it's
1: raining, yeah.
0: And you just want to get in this same house, and the buyers are behind you, and you're oh, that that's where I fumble is key locks. That's
1: a really they don't teach you anything about keys and locks or supra and, uh, in, in real estate, real estate school, school do nope. they? Yeah. and
0: I think. I think there keys should be a, in a super box. <laughs> like you should have saw me trying to figure out the whole super app and super it's box. It's all phone first. now,
1: right? It's all, all everybody's phone. phone. Yeah. They don't even have those little keys anymore, do they?
0: No, but the super boxes die. There's batteries in them mm-hmm. and they malfunction, you know, like they're not. I like when the door has like a keypad. Yeah. And then we get the keypad, you know,
1: number. I like that. But I got to open a house once that um listing agent said, go ahead you good. Walk in. You just so. Oh, no. When I was an agent back. Yeah. In the- yeah, yeah. yeah. So listening. Yeah. We made the appointment. Everything yeah. was fine. It was a it was not a vacant house. It was just somebody that was like not there. Like they had it was like a second home or something. So they were never there mm-hmm. on business or something. And we went in. And as soon as I crack the door, wee, wee, <laughs> what's
0: going on? And you're like trying to call her. And what's my the clients are with
1: me and they're like, it is loud. <laughs> it's not like some little beep. It's like piercing. And I can't get a hold of the lady. Of She's course. not answering her phone. She's probably at her second job. She's not texting back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, guys I don't know what to tell like, you can go and look around I'll stay out here wait for the cops <laughs> this is this happens and I bet you that happens probably every day to somebody
0: this, the stuff that we see <laughs> the rooms that I have walked into mm-hmm. like not just like dirt everybody I think automatically thinks of like oh was it dirty or no like I've seen some some interesting rooms
1: mm-hmm. some
0: very interesting rooms.
1: people you never really know what you're dealing with till you go in the house no and you're looking around
0: no there's a lot of things that you know They don't hide. They just Mm -hmm. leave out. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's there it is in all of its glory. Walked into a room with a bunch of guns. like, I mean, just weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They should probably lock those up if their house is for sale, right? Yeah, I would think. (laughs) At least put them in a safe. Yeah. So how do people reach you and get a hold of you?
0: Cell phone, social media, Mm -hmm. website, email.
1: What's your phone number?
0: 813-352-2868. What's your email address? (laughs) Burley realty at gmail.com. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay.
1: Do you have a website or a, or a team website?
0: Yes, but we're launching our new one. So more to follow there. I'm not going to give you the old one. Some suspense. Yep. We took the shots today. So more to follow there.
1: Nice. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tara, so much for coming on the show. I hope you had a good time. I really enjoyed getting to know you and learn more about you. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys out there listening, take us have some stuff to take away. And we're looking for guests. So if I come up to you and I want to get you on the podcast, maybe you can say yes. It's not that intimidating, right? Yes. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love this kind of stuff. I think it's great for marketing. So mm-hmm. definitely other agents should do it. Yeah, I yeah. think so.
1: Come All talk. Right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.
0: That's such a good one. Yeah. So there's this uh crime junkie podcast that I listen to and it's called um, True or True Crime Garage. And it's just two dudes and they do a beer fund. <laughs> I feel like they start out and they like